0: Hi, welcome to Hollywood Crime Scene. This is Rachel Fisher. Hi, this is Desi Jenikin. Hey, so we're having our mini episode come out on Tuesday. Right. And then we're going to have our main show come out on Friday this week. Okay. Because it was Thanksgiving. We were both traveling. It was a little busy. So we're switching it up. So we're switching it up. So I have more time to work. It'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we have a lot to talk about today, so okay, that's good. fine. Let's get started with some of the most recent news. Now, this actually happened about like six days ago, but I think fe- I feel like we have to talk about it on this show. Okay, and that is the video that went viral of Papa John's former founder, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, John Schnatter. <laughs> well, uh, as as if you don't. <clears throat> In case you weren't aware, this guy, John Schnatter, the former founder of Papa John's, was fired from his position or he was like ousted at the company because there was leaked audio of him saying racist shit. Yeah. And I and I think like it had already been kind of like common knowledge that like he wasn't a good dude before that. Right. But then like this was like the final nail in the coffin. Because he's in a
1: publicly owned company, so they can't have that. Right. Yeah.
0: So I mean, he's he's not been happy with this decision. He's awful. He's he's not a good guy. But there was a video that was that came out and it went viral on Twitter, and I'm sure and it went viral everywhere else. Mm. You know, it was like on the news sites because it is unhinged. Uh, First of all, do you want to talk about what he looks like in this video? He is like the living
1: version of like a slice of pepperoni pizza. He is so greasy. His hair is black and curly and greasy. He's just like... He's wet. He's wet. Like I've never seen a wetter human being that's not wet. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Like from water? He's, yeah. Like It's like self-made. It's like not sweaty either. It's like he's... He's, he's just glossy. He's really glossy. And his
1: hair looks wet and e- it's not. Everything's wet. There's just something
0: off about him. Yeah. He's not a good look. I mean, yeah. It's, it's not. It's definitely not. It's alarming. Now, he is being interviewed... And he's basically really upset because he says the quality of Papa John's has gone <laughs> way downhill, which I'm sorry. I don't, I don't. How can you go way downhill from Papa John's? <laughs> There's not much further you can go, wasn't right? Wasn't Papa John's known even before we knew about the founder? Weren't they always known for just having like the shittiest pizza? I personally, and I know
1: a lot of people aren't like me, I
0: don't like any of those type of pizza
1: places like Domino's, Papa John's. I'm just not wasting pizza calorie on that shit, and I'm never drunk enough to order it
0: <laughs> like you, like you mean chain restaurant pizza, yeah, I just won't eat it i I, I don't yeah, i mean i like I also feel like we're really privileged to live in an area where we have access to like right. so many different I don't different live in pizza. an area where
1: that's like the only option. Right. Where I'm sure I would probably eat it then. Right. So, yeah. I, I never order it. I don't even think I've ever had Papa John's. Yeah. I've had like Domino's for sure. Like I
0: have a really good local pizza place I get from. Yeah.
1: I'm not even saying I eat gourmet pizza. I eat no. shit. <laughs> but I have good shit. <laughs> I think the thing I don't like about those pizzas is the cheese is always bad to me. What's up with the cheese? It doesn't seem... It seems cheap or something. Like it I, I doesn't can't, seem
0: real? It's like
1: a little too rubbery or right, something. Right. I don't know. It's not like I mind the bread or the sauce or whatever. Yeah. The cheese always... It's just the combination and it's like the, the pizza dough is kind of wet on top. Although, Do you know what I'm saying?
0: Although I will say that back in the day when Domino's came out with that pizza delivery tracker, that was revolutionary. Right. This is like pre-Postmates obviously, but that pizza tracker being able to watch like, Oh, uh, David's making my pizza right now.
1: Right. That's fun. Right. And there's things I like when I see Domino's, I was like, Oh, maybe I want that stuffed crust.
0: Oh, I've ordered that. I've just never
1: been drunk enough to order it. Right. No, Not that you
0: are, but like, I've definitely ordered the stuffed crust in sobriety and I got to say like the first couple slices, you're like, yes, this is amazing. And then like 20 minutes later you hate yourself.
1: Yeah. I don't know. So anyways, I don't really eat it, and I definitely have not had Papa John's. Well,
0: Papa John says that this pizza has gone way downhill. He is fucking furious at the new uh, management of his company, and he said in the clip that he's had, quote, 40 pizzas in 30 days.
1: (laughs) That was, like, a drug addict. When he said that line, I was like, do you hear yourself? (laughs) Like, even as a certified pig, that was an insane thing to hear someone say <laughs> without being like funny about it. Like right. I, like
0: that's like what you say as a joke. Like right. that was insane. I don't even know what that was. He was dead serious. I've never yes. seen someone so serious about eating 40 pizzas. No, in he said days. it as
1: if there was literally nothing wrong with that.
0: Like <laughs> it was like the cheesy
1: potatoes woman. Like <laughs> there's nothing wrong with eating the same thing over and over and over again, nonstop. Like, right. He loves pizza. It's amazing to me that he loves pizza so much and would have such bad pizza. (laughs) Like... That's what's crazy to me. Is, like, is it just not possible to produce that much pizza of quality like, or cheap prices? Like, I don't know.
0: I don't know. I mean, Del Taco produces such high Seriously. volume <laughs> of good quality food. Yeah. So what's their excuse? I don't know. I'm just saying. Yeah. Some people can can do it. Now,
1: I'm wondering, was he just getting a pizza and having a few bites and then throwing it away? No, you know he wasn't. Yeah, he was, he eating, he was eating that He was eating that whole pizza. That's so he much He didn't say
0: I had 40 slices of pizza. I can't imagine, like ever eating that much pizza and i love pizza i do too yeah. i had it last night Yum. dude are we okay so <laughs> last night we were like starving at midnight and we ordered a pizza and brendan loves pizza and brendan fucking fell asleep before the pizza <gasps> was delivered What? so the pizza got here and i was trying to wake him up like please don't make don't let me eat this whole pizza <laughs> wake up wake up <laughs> Uh, yeah. Okay. So yeah, you should. If you haven't seen the clip of it, it is insane. It also ends with him saying that there will be a day of reckoning. He also said the guy has
1: n- zero pizza experience.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you have to
1: watch the video if you haven't seen it because the it's it's his delivery that is so insanely funny because it's dead serious. He's talking like he has a mob vendetta. It's like, uh, but it's about pizza.
0: The uh, the last podcast boys were actually talking about this story on their side stories episode this week. And I think it was Henry who pointed out like we're going to have to end up doing a true crime episode on this guy because this sounds like he's plotting something. He seemed like he was massively high. Like it was like he was on some kind of bender. Well, it it was insane. It also got me to thinking like we could totally do an episode about Papa John pizza. Yeah. I mean, it seemed this guy might have had like a crazy life. Well, he's definitely done bad things. He's done bad things that we can roast him for. Yeah, maybe. And he we can roast him for his bad. Pizza. I need to know his story. I do too. Um, okay, so our next story, this is a local story. Uh there were dismembered human remains found in Griffith Park today. Oh. Yes. So this is from today. This is from Patch. And basically a hiker found like severed not like human limbs and remain of a human body. Yeah. Uh, the police, obviously they started investigating it as a homicide, but they don't really think it's a homicide. They believe that someone died there and that animals ripped apart the body. Ooh, that's grim. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, good news guys. (laughs) It wasn't a murder. It was just really (laughs) grisly death. Uh, According to Patch, the remains appear to be those of a man in his 40s or 50s, possibly white or Hispanic, and may have been dismembered by animals. Like I said before, this was found by a hiker walking their dog. It's always someone with their dog. I'm so grateful I don't hike. <laughs> like, <laughs> or hike with your dog. I just feel like, yeah, because your dog's probably like sniffing around. I feel like if you go hiking with your dog, there's a high probability that Like you are, you're way more likely to find a dead body
1: because sometimes they let their dogs off the leash too, and they just kind of run ahead and probably find shit. And Rex is like, I smell meat. Exactly. They're gonna go. They're gonna go right to that dead
0: body for sure. Right. Uh, But yeah, that's great. That's crazy. Right. So we'll report more on this the more that develops from it. And yeah, that seems like a pretty young guy to die naturally. Yeah, I don't know why they were so quick to dismiss that it wasn't homicide. Because it could have been uh, animals tore up the
1: body of a person who was killed, right, like yeah,
0: that's yeah. what I'm saying is yeah. is that they they like I read one report that was like they initially like as for protocol, they initially investigated it as a homicide, but police don't really think it's a homicide,
1: well, there must be evidence they're not sharing, I guess at so. this point, yeah, but I don't know,
0: yeah, so yeah, that's um some, some pretty grim local news. Famous cat, Lil Bub, has passed on. Oh, I get so sad. Like, I actually started crying. Lil Bub has crossed the (laughs) Rainbow Bridge. I am I saw the news story today, and I was like, not here, not now. Yeah, I saw him trending, and I I was like, I knew it was bad. I didn't have the emotional energy to deal with it today, but I felt like we love cats on this show, and so we should... Honor Lil Bub. Honor Lil Bub. He was eight years... Oh, she was eight years old. Right, she was so eight years old. Young. She died peacefully in her sleep, and she was loved by millions and millions of people around the world.
1: And her owner seemed so sweet. Yeah, I read his tribute post. Oh. That's what made me cry, because <laughs> he's like, she changed my life, and oh I had God. kids because of her, and she, I met my wife through her. It was oh, just like I'm this whole. Cry. This is like I, I, <laughs> I know it was like the sweetest. That's the way you get me, like a man who loves cats. Then I'm dead. I can't. Cat men are hot. <laughs> Cat men. Oh, they're so. Hot. I can't. I can't. There, I'm weak.
0: Yeah, I I'm lo- weak I for love a, cat man. a cat. I love a cat <laughs> man. Okay, so rest in peace, little bub. Now, the last news ish story I want to talk about. Did you watch the Pel- Peloton ad? I did. So that like went viral today. Yeah, or it had a moment on Twitter. A little bit of a moment. It had a little bit mm-hmm. of a moment. Uh, all of a sudden, I saw like everyone on my timeline talking about Peloton, and then I like looked a- looked it up. What was going on? And apparently, they, it's because they released this insane Christmas ad. like a ad. Christmas ad, yeah. And it's basically like, <laughs> what's, what's that hell? noise?
1: It sounded like a horse. Oh, it's something outside. Oh, okay. I thought Brendan was snoring like a horse. <laughs>
0: I did too. I got scared. <laughs> Someone has apnea. Dude, he was fucking dunking on me so hard at the airport in front of everyone. Like he oh. was humiliating me. I was like laughing at something he said and I snorted because sometimes I snort when I yeah, laugh. Yeah, you can't help it. So he started, <laughs> Jesus. he started going, honey, we got our, <laughs> did you? Get- <laughs> He's like my dad. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> he would snort really loud and then, and then say something like he was just imitating me, but like doing it really loud and everyone was staring at us. Oh my God. It was embarrassing. Ugh. So, did okay. you have I, something about the Peloton? No, I was just oh. wondering if you saw it.
1: Your yeah, it was like, um, very, I saw it described as being like Stockholm Syndrome. Like, it's <laughs> very, there's something wrong. It it, it, did, it reminded me of that, like, do you remember that jewelry, K-Jewelry commercial where there was a storm and they were in a cabin <gasps> and the guy was like, honey. <laughs>
0: yes that was like 10 years ago yes but it was like stayed with me
1: because it was like trying to be romantic yes. but it's like he's gonna fucking brutally murder this woman it did not seem like a proposal was about to happen because right. she's in a cabin and it was like storming it was terrifying And he's like now that i have you alone or whatever i can't even remember but it had a similar vibe to me where it's like they clearly misjudged what it looked like because it was like, oh, this. My husband, <laughs> a year ago, my husband bought me a, a, an exercise bike, right? Like a $3,000 exercise bike, which, first of all, Come that's on. an awful gift. She's literally like 90 pounds right. when she got it. And then she's like, through the year, I've changed. It's like she lost maybe, like, I don't know what she lost, but it's like you look exactly the same. Right. And we're supposed to believe you? What lost a pound? <laughs> okay, and just like it's just awful because he—you just can't help but think the guy's a dick, and like she's this poor wife who's like,
0: well, it's so creepy because throughout the throughout the um, the whole commercial is like a montage of her like getting up in the morning at like 5 a.m. at like right. the ass crack of dawn to go ride her fucking and Peloton And she'll do like bike. little
1: videos. She's like, no one thought I could do it, but I can't. <laughs> but you're like, yeah, because your husband probably was like, you lazy bitch, you'll never get up. Fine, I'll buy it for you. <laughs> we'll see. It'll be a coat rack and a <laughs> <laughs> like, you just get the
0: feeling there was like this abusive thing where he was like telling her she could never do it like, and then he gets it to her gives it to her as a challenge yeah and she's like begrudgingly working out on the you just felt like bike. she
1: felt like she was a piece of shit <laughs> she's always kind of like every one of her little speaking to the camera things was always like I did it again even though I didn't want to it's <laughs> just like really well, sad and awful she says
0: is my first day I'm so nervous like bitch yeah.
1: <laughs> what are you nervous for no the whole thing was just made me very uncomfortable. And
0: the commercial ends with them sitting on the couch as a family with their little daughter and they're watching a video, like a video, like of all the clips that she took throughout the year of her getting on her bike in the morning.
1: Like, I want to think like if she was overweight at the end, beginning and then skinny at the end, it would have been better, but that may have been worse. (laughs) (laughs) It was yeah, better that than she was skinny the whole time. That's I just, right. I don't know, like which one would have been better because it probably would have been way worse if she was like in frumpy sweat clothes at the beginning, and the husband's like, like and, and the then, husband's
0: like grinning at the yeah, end. And the end,
1: she's like really fit. Like so, yeah. I guess they had no choice but to make her thin. I take back everything. And it's a perfectly normal ad. Please buy your wife an exercise bike for Halloween, Dude. for Halloween, for Christmas. <laughs>
0: expensive.
1: They're insane. I actually know someone on Twitter, I'm not Twitter, on Facebook who bought his wife one of those. Really? Yes. So he posted about buying it for her uh for her birthday did she or want something. One? Yeah, I think she wanted one, but it was I remember seeing that post, but when I saw the ad I thought of him instantly. I was like, "Oh, I know someone who did that." And it was kind of like, that's weird and like she's really skinny too and and it's like it's a weird item cuz you have like online classes where you're doing it with people so it's, like, interactive but or it's, something.
0: But it's honestly cheaper to just go to the gym. Yeah. It's cheaper to have a gym membership. Right.
1: And I'm not, like, into, like, stationary bicycling. Like, to me, that's always kind of, like... I mean, for that much money, you could get a nice bike bike. Right. But, uh, I mean, I guess people want to have things at home, whatever. I kind of get well, that. It's like
0: I said, my, I'm not as motivated unless I leave my house. If I, <laughs> if I had disposable income, like a ton of money, I probably would get one of those bikes um, because there are some nights where I'm like, Oh, the gym closes early. I can't go, but right, I, it would be a part of a thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't think it's weird to have a stationary also, bike. Also, why not just make it the guy in the ad? do you know what I mean I feel like that would have taken away a lot of the creepiness what what
0: exercise regime is this fucker doing you can't help but hate the guy that's what I think the husband's awful in the commercial (laughs) he his lazy ass isn't doing anything no it's weird it's weird it's it's like, uncanny. it's also too, sh- it's like really short. So I feel like you don't get enough time to have a backstory where maybe it would have made sense. <laughs> like she was begging for it or something. Well, I don't know. Somebody commented on the video. They were like, this is like black mirror and it does kind of have that vibe. Oh
1: yeah. There is like an uncanny Valley element to it. Cause right. there's no like nothing about it. It's all super positive and weird. It's a little like, eerie. Yeah. It's a so, little yeah, eerie. Check
0: it out. Okay. So This week, we got a lot of listener questions. We're going to do a few. Okay. Uh, This is actually a story from our listener, Megan. And this is... (laughs) Thank you so much for writing in (laughs) because I'm (laughs) obsessed with this story. It says, Desi and Rachel, first off, I really appreciate the show. It has been one of my favorite podcasts I have found. I love the vulgarity and how authentic both of you are. I love food, and I'm happy you guys do too. I noticed that you talk about Guy Fieri a lot, so I thought I would let you know about the time my time being interviewed for the show Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. <laughs> uh, let me set the scene. This was filmed around 2010, and I'm pretty sure I had just graduated college a couple days before filming. I didn't graduate like a normal graduate. It was in August after a summer class. I had quit my job as a coffee barista and I was getting ready to go into social work. During this time, my friends and I were all staying staying and staying at recently deceased grandparents' houses houses while it sold. It was over six of us. I am sure the night before we went to this diner, we were drinking and riding bikes because I remember being hungover that morning. The next day, we all decided to go to the diner down the street. Now, this is... This diner is a classic for anyone who grew up in Idaho. So what's CDA? Coeur d'Alene? Oh, is that Coeur d'Alene, Idaho? Yeah, she yeah. just she just shortened it to CDA, yeah. Idaho. It is hangover food to the max. Giant portions. When I was even younger, everyone could smoke in the restaurant. We would always go there after wild nights and reminisce about the parties we were hosting or had participated in while drinking coffee and smoking cigarettes. Some people would sneak in booze. So it's that sort of place. In fact, their mascot was a stone towel that said, come in and eat. (laughs) (laughs) I want it. A stone towel. They have since changed it. Pretty much we all looked like super shit... Late kids, dirty and red-eyed. We get down to the restaurant and we see that there is a filming in progress sign. Despite that, we all piled into the space and took up one of the larger center tables. My friend Julie, who you will see at 4.43 on episode 7, season 11, was interested in the back end of television production. They were walking around and I told them that Julie would love to do the show. She was pretty pissed, but agreed to be filmed. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I'm so mad for for Julie. (laughs) During this time, 11 a.m., we had all already ordered. I went with a delicious breakfast choice and farmhouse Benedict, eggs Benedict with cornbread. That sounds so so good. I'm fucking dying. I know, I'm hungry. So that was the frame of mind I was in right before I was interviewed. First off, I am really shit in front of a camera. I get camera shy and just don't think... I'm sorry, I'm laughing because I know it's coming. (laughs) 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 I get camera shy and just don't think or talk so that may have had something to do with what was about to happen. The waitress brings us out the dishes that they are going to discuss. Fucking bullshit, chicken and dumplings. It's August. And Julie got some Mexican dish. Both of these things were on the dinner menu, which was not something... I had experienced. They put out this bowl in front of me, and all I see is this goddamn chicken skin that looked like it had been boiled, just hanging out with the dumplings. Now, some chicken skin is legit, but this was the gross kind, the type that looks like it went straight from the bird to me. They ask me how I like it, and I kind of just lie and say it's okay. <laughs> Which is I'm just taking a break from the letter to say that is hilarious that she said it's okay because if you watch Triple D Diners, Drive-ins, and Dives, and I do religiously, I've seen like all the episodes. Everyone is like so fucking enthusiastic about the food, right? That they're interviewing, they're like, "This is the best mashed potatoes you can get, <laughs> yeah, in this country." Like they are in like the fact that she Over was like, top. "It's okay, yeah, <laughs> it's fucking <laughs> hilarious." Better than my dad's at home, I couldn't believe nobody else saw the flap of skin just chilling in the broth in August in the morning. Fuck that shit. They eventually stopped trying to get me to say anything about that dish. The next thing they bring up are the cinnamon pecan rolls. You can see the woman making them in the show. They are just as good as they look, and that lady is pretty badass, too. And I watched the episode that oh. she was referring to, and those... Uh, when I. Those cinnamon pecan rolls look so fucking good. Oh, First I of all, want... they're gigantic. Oh wow. And like they're so sticky. Look. Like, oh, I want one right now. <laughs> I'm like mad I'm not eating one right now. They look so good. Okay, back to the letter. So they just asked me about the cinnamon roll, that but they don't bring one out, which hurt my feelings as <laughs> I was super hungry at this point. I would have been so upset. I understand you're feeling upset. They asked me to describe the rolls. They try to prep me, and the director says, they are as big as... I was supposed to fill in the blank with any normal noun. I just stare at him and say (laughs) softly, a baby's head. (laughs) 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 He asks me to do this again, but this time I just say the same thing again, but louder. (laughs) I do it two more times, repeating the same thing because my dumbass can't think of anything else to compare the role to. Oh my God. And I just wanted one for myself. Everyone at the table, all the crew, they just sat there looking amused. Someone tried to explain it to me, but it didn't register. I just kept saying it's as big as a baby's head. right when it ended. I knew it would be in some type of blooper or something that someone was going to make fun of later. The worst part about the whole thing, they charged me for my food and I never got the (laughs) breakfast I ordered. What? Yes! I paid for breakfast and got chicken and dumpling bullshit. You can see me on episode 7, season 11 at 7.43. I watched it. This listener is hella cute, by the way. It is only for a split second and I say, quote, they're gigantic. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and she does and now knowing the context of this story like watching it i watched it like 10 times like oh i kept God. rewinding it because like so funny knowing this whole fucking ordeal I had me roaring uh she says that <laughs> okay so it's a split second of her just going they're gigantic <laughs> then they do another voiceover of me saying they're huge but even though it was so short i still get people texting me at 2 a.m on sundays being like i just saw you on triple d <laughs> She says she didn't meet Guy. I was pretty sure he was in the back. I don't like celebrity hellos, so I paid my bill, paddle home. Um, My friend Jerry looked at me before we left and said, aren't you happy you wore a bra? My response to this day is, I guess. Now I wish I didn't because maybe I would have had more camera time and I would put my 24-year-old boobs in a place of immortality on cable TV. Ten years later and all I want is a pecan cinnamon roll from down the street. That's the name of the cafe, Down the Street. Thankfully, they still have them, so I'll fork out the four bucks any day for the sweet treat that could be mistaken for the size of a baby's head. Anyway, you guys are great. I would love to see you do a show about cooking slash baking, the worst food recipes you can find. You guys have comedy chemistry, and I I, I would appreciate it on any platform. Thank you again for everything you do. And a P.S. There is one episode that I think Desi compares something to the size of a baby's head. I hadn't heard that line in so long, and it just sparked my heart. <laughs> I, uh, thank you so much, Megan. Yeah, that's amazing. That is such a great story. Holy shit. I mean, anyone who knows me knows I am a huge fan of Guy Fieri. And I think that would be such a good gif. It's gigantic. <laughs> Whatever, what did she say? Can you make that gif?
1: Probably. It's, she goes,
0: it's gigantic. That sounds I, I'm so going to show you the clip okay. when we're done. Because okay. I watched it like over and over that's again. That's funny. It's fucking amazing. I want to go to this place. Yeah, it sounds good. I want this cinnamon roll mm-hmm. right now. Anyway, thank you, Megan. Thanks, Megan. Okay, we had some listener questions as well. This one is from Bonnie, who I know from our Facebook group. She says, Hi, Desi and Rachel. Thank you so much for making your podcast. I'm a big fan. You speak often about food and eating. Yes, we do. Desi, in particular, has spoken about the food she cooks. How did you come to learn? It seems to come naturally to you. Are you a cookbook reader? I just love a good cookbook. Or do you kind of make it up as you go, enjoy your holidays? Thanks for creating a fun community of listeners. Well, Desi, where'd you learn to cook? (laughs) Um, My mom actually is a very good cook. So
1: I've been cooking my whole life. And uh, I do read cookbooks. Yeah. That is something I like reading. Like I'll read cookbooks. I'll buy them and read them. But I am also very experimental. I don't really know. Like I've just done it my whole life and I like good food. So I want to make it good. Right. So I know how to make things the way I like them. Right. And I have good taste. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I feel like that's why a
0: lot of people start cooking because I want good food and I know I'll make it good. It's like, also in if you're like a food lover like us, like I'm interested in learning technique. I like learning technique and I also like not that I'm like playing chopped all
1: the time, but there is something I like looking at what I have and making something yeah, good. I like I can look at that and figure out, oh, I'll make this. Like I know enough now. It is definitely something you get from doing it a lot. You know what flavors taste good together. Right. So I don't really make a lot of mistakes. Right. But you know what I mean? Like I don't have big failures anymore because I know what to do. Right. So yeah. I mean, I just cooked my whole life. I, as as you all know, I was an abused child. <laughs> I just ended up cooking a lot of food for myself as a kid or I wouldn't eat. And then I was like such a snob. It's like, I can't have like jam on saltines again. Like I want some fucking food. (laughs) So I would make myself food. Like, right. Um, so Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much it. I was always around people who ate good food, Mm -hmm. even though it was more trashy when I was young. It was like Southern food. But some of that's really good. It is really good, (laughs) but it's like not healthy. Like, so I would be, but even the junky food was kind of good. So I just was around good cooking my whole life. Right. I mean, that's pretty much, and you're the same way. Like you have a family who likes food. Right. So my family loves to cook.
0: My mom's a great cook. My grandma's a great cook. You had
1: to be able to cook. Like I definitely grew up with a family where you needed to learn how to cook. Like it was unacceptable to not be into food, kind
0: of. Yeah. Almost, like... I think I just... Like, I inherited so much from my mom about the way I approach food as well. Like, we both right. think about it all the time. We talk about it all the time. We both yeah. love watching cooking shows. Yeah. I just grew up with it, too. Yeah. So, for sure. Hi, Mom, if you're listening. Sometimes Ma- Sometimes, Mama Fisher listens. Yeah. Hi, Mom. Okay. So thank you, Bonnie, for the question. And our next question is from Maritza. She says, hi, Rachel and Desi, big time fan, long time listener, Patreon subscriber, yada yada. This is for the question episode. Feel free to pick one or more. None of these to answer. Sending you love and kisses from Berlin. That's exciting. We're international right now. I want to go
1: to Berlin because they have a lot of good food. I do too. (laughs) My niece was just there. I want to eat schnitzel. Oh, man. That's my fave.
0: Yeah, I've I've I had a layover, a 10-hour layover in Frankfurt, Germany, but I've never been to Germany oh, before. Okay. I want to go, dying to go. Okay, Rachel, can you tell us about your legendary bisexuality? You always talk about <laughs> other iconic bi's, <laughs> but we want to hear your coming out story if you're comfortable with that. Give the gays what they need. Well, if that's what the gays need, my coming out story was very uneventful. I feel like I came out many times over the course of like several years i feel like i officially came out like was honest with myself about it and t- when i was 19 mm-hmm. but then like i told my mom when i was like 24 right and, you know it's like i just told different people or it was like i told my brother when i was like in a relationship with a woman that's when he found out do right. you know what i mean yeah it wasn't like, like a big announcement to yeah, the whole family. yeah and so it's not that, I don't have like that exciting of a coming out story or anything. I told my dad when I was 25, like it's, yeah, you know, and everyone was very nice and supportive of it. Yeah. And I'm very lucky. Everyone was very, very supportive and still, and still are. Um, okay. Are there any cases that you guys want to do on the pod that you've decided against it for whatever reason and why? I think the only ones we've really decided against are the ones that are, we feel are too overdone or that we can't offer an interesting take on. I wouldn't even say that we've
1: not, we're not going to ever do them. We've just not at this moment, like maybe something will happen. I would yeah. say yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. Cause everyone asked for them. Right. So it is definitely one of those things where like we're just not that interested yet in doing it, but something could change. That's true. I mean, I would never say there's nothing I would never do. Like maybe we'll run out of shows and we have no choice. <laughs> but, but but to do a Marilyn but I'm Monroe. Not, like I don't feel like I do always kind of feel like, oh, we would we could have interesting commentary on it that makes right. it fresh and new. So there's nothing I I would say that I would personally never do a story on.
0: Yeah. I I, I feel like we could do an interesting story on something that's been done to death. That's true. I don't know. Never say never. Okay. And what is your favorite bit of Hollywood trivia?
1: Oh, That's really hard, but I will say that the first, the first thing that popped into my mind was that Nancy Reagan is the blowjob queen of Hollywood. Like that was a story I was very attached to as a rumor or whatever. Because we did a bonus episode on we it. Did. We did. Asked- and that was because I've been
0: obsessed with that information right.
1: the moment I heard it. Right.
0: Uh, is that what she's asking yeah. for? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, mine is that Ice Cube is cousins with Del the Funky Homo sapien. <laughs> that is my favorite piece of Hollywood <laughs> trivia. Um, and yeah, that's that's, I think that might, okay. Anyway, she says, thanks and love. Thank you very much, Maritza. And finally, our last question of the episode is from Margo. And she says, Rachel and Desi, what do you guys usually order from Taco Bell? Unfortunately, Ohio doesn't have as many great fast food places as you guys have. Love you guys. Well, first of all,
1: I didn't even realize until we were talking about this on Twitter earlier that people only do Taco Bell or Del Taco. I like them both. Like, I don't have a preference.
0: Oh, you're talking is it like about a regional thing? You're talking about people in L.A. or well, in Well, someone was California. like, I thought you
1: guys were Del Taco girls, not Taco Bell. Like, I didn't even know there was a competition. Like, I mean, like, a, you, you you do one or the other.
0: No, I think people just like what they like, and you can like both. Yeah, I mean, I like both, because I grew up on Taco Bell, because
1: I'm East Coast. Desi swings both ways. I do. I'm, I'm by Taco. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: okay, but people... People don't have Del Taco. It's only a Southern California thing. Well, that's what I was thinking. It's definitely,
1: I didn't grow up with Del Taco. I mean, I kind of did, but like Taco Bell was definitely what I grew up with. Right, right. Um, And then Del Taco was like a new thing. So what do I get at Taco Bell? Well, Rachel, I actually looked at the menu today because I wanted to make sure I hit all the buttons. Love it. The truth of the matter is, 90% of the time at Del Taco or Taco Bell I am getting a hard crunchy the classic taco always that's what I'm getting right at Taco Bell I like the Doritos uh, taco shells I will get the Doritos Locos taco shells the two other things I get at Del Taco and Taco Bell that are off off of the taco is the um, so like del taco, it's called the cheesy. What is it? The cheesy crunch Okay, drop. Just stick to del, just
0: stick to Taco but this Bell. But it's a similar
1: thing at Taco Bell. Okay, we, I
0: don't just, just, just similar, just stick to Taco Bell because I don't want to confuse this. Okay, woman.
1: it's called like the cheesy crunchy gordita because <laughs> it's it's like a tar taco. With a soft flour wrap yes, around it. I know. It's a cheesy, crunchy gordita, yes, right? Yes, yes. Believe me, I've had to order that, and that's the most humiliating thing I know. you can order. You're I like, know. gordita, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> gordita. And then I do kind of like the chalupa. I love the chalupa. Um, so those are
0: all sort of variations on the OG. I'll tell you my <clears throat> Taco Bell order. Okay. It's the Crunchwrap Supreme. Wait, which one is that? Dude. Okay, I think I've got that. <laughs> the Crunchwrap Supreme is in my opinion one of the most genius fast food inventions of all time. Okay. It is a hexagon shaped oh. ra- <laughs> Okay, I haven't gotten it. It is the shape in, of a fucking hexagon. It is a it is like a hexagon shaped taco wrapped in a tortilla. And there's also like some nacho cheese inside too okay, yeah. and sour cream. Mm-hmm. It is fucking delicious. Okay, I need to get that. Dude, it is, it's like everything you want at, at Taco Bell.
1: Now, there are two things I saw on the menu that I will definitely try at some point. I told Rachel, one is the um beefy Frito burrito. <laughs> like I literally got faint when I saw it, because that is right up my fucking alley. Because I love Frito pie. Like, so when I saw <laughs> When I saw that in the menu, I got literally faint and had a chill up my spine because I was like, "What the hell?" Because I I never deviate from the things I order, so right. obviously I need to like expand. Right. The other thing I saw that could be disgusting, it was called like little uh, Cinnabon balls, <laughs> and they had like the cream squeezing out the Ooh, middle, that good. so they look like little donut holes with like a cream oozing out.
0: The <laughs> with like so a you little, know. with a little cream butthole. Like it's like the glaze is no. Ins- I know inserted. what you <laughs> I know what you're. Talking. It's coming out the little butthole. I
1: know. It looks amazing. Okay, so yeah, good. <clears throat> so I have to try that. I, you have told me about the crunchy gordita wrap or whatever. No, Desi,
0: it's called <laughs> it's called the Crunch Wrap Supreme. Look, all of those names are like
1: <laughs> but, Desi.
0: I'm honestly upset you've never tried it before. I I'm such a whore for the no, crunchy tacos. No, because it's okay. everything you want in one. It's a right. crunchy taco and the cheesy gordita crunch. It's like the best okay. of everything. Okay, I got you. It is Now, I did
1: also remember some old school things I used to get that I don't really get anymore and we we talked with our friend Chris about the pizza. Mexican the pizza. The Mexican pizza. I definitely had forgotten that in my life. Yeah. I think I probably had a period where I was like, I love
0: this <laughs> Mexican pizza. Wait, you had, and I also got wait, like... <laughs> wait, you had an era or you were on your period where you were like... A no, I had like a period. <laughs> yeah, probably both.
1: I had like a little... We like, Probably when it first came out or something. Yeah. Yeah, i, I was like oh god i gotta get this Mexican Me pizza and then i would also do the um seven layer burrito like i had oh, a period yeah. where i had like the seven layer burrito i need some crunch in my taco bell
0: i don't
1: like those anymore but that's like an old school thing too where I, you used to get those microwave bean burritos from like 7-11 <laughs> do you know what i'm <laughs> yes, saying of course. so they were soft and right. like mushy <laughs> but I need,
0: yeah i like the crunch now i need I, some crunch, I need a crunch for sure um well, good luck, and let us know how you uh, like your suggestions. Yeah, let us know, dude. I told Desi, like, I want to be fast food influencers. Yeah, like I want to. True. I feel like Desi. We've influenced a lot of people with Desi's McDonald's Sunday <laughs> proud moment. That's like my proudest thing we've ever done on the show.
1: Um. Yeah, but do we- and let's talk about our food that we did have this week. Okay, so. <clears throat> Should we do that first and then talk about recommendations? Oh, I okay. Do you have recommendations? No, I do have one recommendation. Uh, that is The Irishman, which is on Netflix. It's not the best movie ever, but I really liked it because I'm into gangster movies. So if you like gangster history and watching, I, I don't know, people, you can find some person on Twitter divided it into four parts, I so saw you can that. watch it episodically if you want to, right? I don't really... I mean, I've binge-watched 20 hours of TV at a time, so for me, four hours is like nothing. I don't get the complaint, because it's pretty
0: watchable, even though it's not his best movie. Especially since it's on Netflix, it doesn't bother me that it's so long. If it was only in the theaters... Oh, right. To be at home, it's
1: definitely much easier. And I didn't watch it in one sitting, uh, but I have watched it since I first watched it. Really? Yeah. Like I've put it on in the background because it's something you can just kind of pick up whenever. And there's like weird things about it. It has the age, de-aging and whatever. But Joe Pesci's in it. He's amazing. We love him. Uh, So yeah, I don't know. Uh, It's definitely worth checking out if you like Martin Scorsese and you, or you just want to watch something interesting.
0: Uh, I liked it. So yeah, food. Oh, my God. So I went to Philadelphia, which is where my mom is originally from and where my mom's side of the family lives. Uh, A lot of them live in – or they're from, you know. Everyone has been in Philly since, like, 1910, I guess, over there. Uh, So I go there for Thanksgiving because my Uncle Gregory is a fucking amazing cook. Like, he – he takes cooking and Thanksgiving cooking so seriously, yeah. and he's so much fun. Like we, we, you know, we all go over to his house, and it's just the most fun ever. And like my cousins show up, like you never know which. I have like a really huge family, so like you never know. Like there's always like the regulars, but certain cousins come certain years. It's it's great. Uh, my mom always brings her jalapeno cranberry sauce that she's been making Ooh, since, since the nineties. Yeah, like. She's been making that forever. Like, and back in the day, people were like, you put jalapenos in the cranberry sauce? It was like really, (laughs) it was like edgy in the nineties. It was like kind of edgelord of my mom, but now it's like kind of normal. Uh, And she also, my mom also brings a really good sweet potatoes that she puts caramelized apples on top of and bakes it in the oven. And it's fucking delicious. And, um, and she made like Brussels sprouts and bacon and then Gregory, my uncle, he makes like a huge fucking Turkey and all the other sides. So I just had a great Thanksgiving meal. It was wonderful. Um, and then I just spent the rest of the like few days I was in Philadelphia eating. That's all I did when I was there. That's all I do when I go there. I was telling Desi, Philadelphia, totally underrated restaurant food scene in Philadelphia. They have great food there. Uh, I had a really amazing 3am hoagie from Wawa Mm -hmm. that I just want to give a shout out to that I ate in my hotel bedroom. Brendan went and picked it up for me. I was like three in the morning and I was starving yeah, um, because I was still awake because like I I was like so jet lagged. I was drinking coffee nonstop. So like I was like exhausted, but also awake. It was weird. He got me a a. 3am hoagie, like so romantic, so appreciate (laughs) it. It was delicious. And I want to talk a, hit one other point, one other meal point was that we went out my grandma turned ninety seven so we went out to a really nice dinner, and my brother also he turned thirty two so we had this like joint birthday dinner for both of them and my fucking brother no one knows i didn 't know what he ordered, and all of a sudden this gigantic fucking tower of seafood comes to the table, and that 's what my brother ordered for dinner. <laughs> I posted pictures of it on my Twitter. He ordered the seafood tower. It was so big.
1: It looked so good. Everyone
0: was laughing their fucking asses off when that thing came to the table. My mom was like roaring with laughter and she was like, what did you do? What did you do? What did you? As like my family's always the loudest at the restaurant. Like just so you can can get the scene. Like we're loud. We're loud Jews. And my mom was fucking yelling at this restaurant, like oh laughing God. her ass off. It was so funny. And my brother, of course, ate all of it. Yeah, I could easily eat and it And the it seafood off. was really good. Like I did get a crab leg. I got a crab leg. It looked really good. It was fucking delicious. And um, yeah, that's what I ate. That sounds yum.
1: I had a great Thanksgiving and I made, uh, I guess the big news of my Thanksgiving, all of the food is good. Me and Rachel donk on everyone's Thanksgiving so hard in the DMs. <laughs> That's like our bitchiest moments where we're like, did you see that canned corn? (laughs) Because we have like these super gourmet Thanksgivings. But anyway, so my thing I did this year, I made an, I always try to make a new pie because I like to have like one traditional thing that I make and like a new thing. So this year I made a cranberry key lime pie and it was really good. It looked so good. It had like a ginger snap butter crust so you crumble the ginger snaps yeah. with pecans and press it in and then it was like a. Cr- I made a curd with cranberry and lime juice it looked so, so good and then I made these sugar glazed ca- cranberries for the decor on top of the pie it was so pretty and everyone went like ape shit over I showed it. my
0: mom the picture it was
1: really good like the curd was just like amazing yeah. uh, so good and I made a chocolate pecan pie and then I also made my gourmet green bean casserole <laughs> I want to try that it's literally the best thing ever like they almost didn't they didn't buy the stuff for it I made them go get ingredients because I was like no I have to have this it's the only time of the year I have it I fry up the onions everything is fresh and homemade like I make a homemade bechamel with the mushrooms I like don't overcook the green beans. They're like really crisp and green and then I fry onions with panko to put on top.
0: I've never even had like a traditional green bean casserole. Right. It's before. all like canned. It's like But I've know, never yeah. even had that before. Yeah. But I wanna try your gourmet version. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. I should make it sometimes. It's not that unhealthy.
1: Like No. Uh, it's it, vegetables. for like a dinner. Like I could right. eat it for dinner. Like totally. it's really, really Just good. Just have it with a little side of meat. So yeah. Yeah, I feel like you could even just eat it. Right. Like you're vegetarian. (laughs) That's my kind of. But the onions, I always do like an extra onion because I eat so many when I make it. Dude, those. I can't stop eating the onions. Those are so good. Fried
0: onions are so good. Yeah, so. Fuck. Yeah, it's really good. I'm so that like, was it, yeah. Yeah, we ate really well and you know what? I'm pretty devastated that like that eating week is over because it was so much fun. Oh, I forgot to tell you my niece's birthday is the was the day before Thanksgiving.
1: Oh, and it sucks cuz sometimes it doesn't us. land right around Thanksgiving cuz but Thanksgiving was later this year. So she we had like an Italian thing and I was like I'll make de- the dessert. So I made a Nutella pizza. <gasps> <laughs> and i just got like sliced strawberries to put on top of it so oh, it was like wow it was like a crepe but like with like a nice charred pizza dough and like oh nutella God. and everyone was like whoa this is so good i was like "Yes, yeah, literally just pizza dough with nutella oh like my God. it was such a like easy dessert to make That's but like, we had ordered it once at a pizza place we definitely ordered that before. right so
0: yeah i made what's that as well what's the name of that pizza place again Desano's? Desano's pizza. They do a Nutella pizza and it's literally just pizza dough with Nutella smear. It's on top. really good though. Yeah, I remember when so you got good. it, I was
1: like, uh, who cares? But then no. I was like, Holy shit, no. This is amazing. No. And when I made it for everyone, they were like dying like over. It's it. so simple and so good. Yeah. So I love it. you could it. just get Nutella and buy the homemade pizza dough. Like yeah. at whatever, Trader Joe's or whatever. Right. But yeah, so that was my other thing.
0: Yeah, I was like getting sad today because like that food week is over. But then I realized, oh, Christmas is like right around the corner. I know, but now I'm like se- severely being good until then. Well, my thing is I just overload on sugar and it makes me like mentally not I actually okay. was sick.
1: Like that right. was the first Thanksgiving that I, I think I didn't eat all day. Then dinner came, I got stuffed in like two seconds. Right. And then when people got pie, like people had like five pieces of pie on their plate because my niece also makes, is a good baker. Right. So we each had like a good pie. Like she made like a chocolate cream pie Ooh. and a cranberry blueberry, like a berry one that was really good. And so people, and I was like, honestly, like, I was like, you guys are disgusting. <laughs> It was the first time I did not eat pie right after dinner or like soon after dinner. I waited till like 11 and then I had it for breakfast as well. But it was so revolting because that's how stuffed I felt because I didn't eat all day. And you know how you get really stuffed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's kind of what happened to me. Uh, But I was so sickened by everyone. And then the the king pig of the family... They even had, like, a tin of popcorn. You know, you get those around the holidays. Yeah. He started eating that after. Oh, my God. After everything? After everything. And I was like, honestly, someone, I I was like, I revile
0: you. I worship
1: you. Because I was like, how do you eat that much? Like,
0: let me know the secret. I'm telling you. My uncle busts out a cheese course after the meal. I
1: honestly, for me to get full is... I'm telling you, a shock! Like that did, was the first time I did not eat pie. Like, did you see the cheese pictures? I sent you "Yes, Those, I fucking love cheese." I want you to
0: come one year. Can you please come next year? Please I don't know. bring your family. They don't care. You're my family. Just come to it Thanksgiving, looks so good. dude. It's the best food. Yeah, <sighs> there's room. <laughs> My family's <laughs> awesome. You got to come. Okay. Okay. Anyway, uh, that's our mini episode. We will see you guys on Friday with our main show and uh, have a good day. Bye. Bye.
1: <laughs> Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans.